folks at home, folks at home, welcome back to Ike Live. I hope you're having a wonderful Saturday night. We're uh, approaching uh, about quarter to nine, 20 till nine. Hope you're having a wonderful weekend. I know we are. Uh, man, it's been a great show. We've had James Elam talking a little bit about his background, uh, giving some great insight on his amazing short career so far. It's going to be a long one. Uh, hope you enjoyed some of the comments. Also, we had Skeet Reese on the phone, Thomas Allen. Great insight into the cancellation of the Bass event. I think we could agree to disagree uh, that there was no right answer, and, and it was a tough call, and Bass made the decision, and we got to stick by it. Well, and the, and the one other thing, not to nitpick his words, but yeah. I'm nitpick his words. Yeah. And, and, and super thankful that he called in. Yeah. But when you said, you know, about the uh, anglers having bad practice, you know, that that may have been a small part of the decision. Yeah, that it, it shouldn't be though, right? It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. It really and, shouldn't be. And I was wondering if if the host city has, you know, any pull and hey, this tournament's going to look like shit because I heard so many people yeah. in in fishing, the anglers, other media sources, yeah. talking about, oh yeah, you guys you guys complained about Sabine, now you're at the Chesapeake, you know, and how bad the Chesapeake sucks. Yeah. For us up here, I got buddies called a world class fishery. It's well. I can tell and you. That was, you know, it's like a matter of perspective, but we right. catch them up here. Right. You know, and, and then it doesn't show out, and everybody thinks the place sucks. So is the host city, you know, kind of squashing it because it ain't showing up right? Don't know. Don't know. There's so many, so many angles. It's hard to answer them all. You know what I mean? Or does the host city want, want it to happen and is disappointed that it got canceled? You know, I don't know. Nobody I don't know. Knows. Nobody knows. Nobody knows the right answer. I know there's a lot of logistics that have to be rescheduled. So we'll see what happens on that one. It'll be interesting. Let me remind everybody watching, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on the IM. We're going to be giving away some, yeah, we're going to be giving away some great prizes tonight, some of the best comments and questions. Uh, Brian the Carpenter, who's Brian the Carpenter getting? What's up? Who are you calling? I'm calling him. Well, who are we getting him. on the phone? Him? Him. 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 It's him. Okay, I get you okay. nodded. Oh, yeah, I'm not it. Okay. All right, I'm going to call him. All right, listen, everybody, this is one of the highlights of the show tonight. Um, uh, Brian DeCarver right now is dialing up uh, Mr. Flowers, Mr. Randy Flowers. And give you a little background, and maybe some of you watching and listening tonight, who is Randy Flowers? Um, really a big polarizing figure. James, Give me a, how would you describe Randy Flowers? Polarizing figure in the sport of professional fishing. Someone has insight in the sport of professional fishing. How would you describe Randy Flowers? He's anonymous. He's something we haven't ever had before. Yeah. Uh, so no one knows who he is? No. Technically? I don't think so. I think if somebody knew, I would have heard by now. Right. And uh, I, I think that uh, it's important that he stays anonymous. Probably. Okay. Uh, Re- Miss Rebecca just joined us back on the casting couch right now. And, Beck, I do want to get your take on it, too. So uh, Randy Flowers getting ready to join us here in a second. Who... Rand, who is who is who is Randy Flowers? I have no idea, but I'm so excited for this conversation. Okay, I am too. I'm very. We don't ex- we don't have a lot of like fun and mystery in this sport. Right, there's, there's mystery here. Right, so so Mr. Flowers has brought Mr. Flowers. new fun and energy and excitement and mystery. Yeah. Into the sport of professional bass fishing. Yeah, I feel like there's another person who has really interesting sense of humor out there yes i i agree i i love it i can tell you for a guy that one of his favorite movies is evil dead 2 and naked gun and top secret i love some of the comedy i'm seeing spun off of mr flowers randy flowers so i'm excited to have him on brian de carpenter 
Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, joining us now for the first time ever on a live podcast, and I'm so happy to introduce him here on Ike Live on a Saturday night. Randy Flowers joins us on Ike Live. Randy? Proud to be here. So excited. Just proud to be a part of it, Mike and Ellie. Uh, Mr. Mike and Ellie, I am so excited. You have been a hero of mine for a long, long time. I'm so excited uh, to be here. You are an ambassador to the sport, a world-class angler. And uh, I've got to say, I'd probably say your biggest contribution to the sport has been your motto of never give up. Never give up. Thank that you. Is, that's inspired so many anglers. And it, it, it daily as I look through the FLW profiles and the bass profiles, I see guys that have adopted your motto. I see guys that have fished 130 events, 140 events, and uh, their career earnings are $1,322 or $1,112. <laughs> but you know what? You know what, Mr. Michaelelli? Say it for me. What did they do? What do they do? They never gave up. That's right. <laughs> that's right. I never thought it about that way, but that's yeah. So you have inspired. You have inspired so many anglers, <laughs> and it is so exciting to be here, and so excited to be a part of it. I am a huge. I am a huge Macanelli fan. I am so excited. Thank so you. Excited. Thank you, Randy. Well, I, I got to tell you, everyone in the room feels the same about you. We really do. Uh, I, I got to tell you, Becky just mentioned it. And, and and I really do want to echo what Becky said. There is a new, exciting energy, uh, a, a mystique, something that has been sparked in the short time that you've captured people's attention on social media. Um, and I want, to ex- I want to extend it back to you, and I want to say thank you for breathing life into a sport that, you know, has become a lot like Bernie from Weekend with Bernie's, you know? Yeah, it's... I just felt like that uh, our sport, I, I'll be honest with you, I dominated the club circuit in the Alabama in the early 80s all the way through the probably the middle 90s. And, uh, it's, you know, it's, uh, I took a little break. i got to be honest. I took a break yeah. because uh, I had some back issues. I had some elbow problems and some things that were not exactly, uh, you know, cohesive to fishing. So I took a little break in the Came back and uh, excited to be a part of it, and excited to uh, excited to uh, see where we can take our sport. You know, our sport yeah. going forward. It's ex- it's exciting. It's it's so exciting. Well, that's awesome. I, I, I do want to talk about, we, we knew, we, uh, Brian DeCarpenter does a great job of researching, and we already knew that in the 80s to 90s, you know, you had a big, really big presence in that Alabama circuit. But I want to get into a topic that a lot of guys are hot and heavy on in the fishing industry, and that is sort of what I call, I don't, back, what would the right word be? A stealing, um, taking credit for other things. You see a lot of these big box stores copy copy plastics you see anglers take credit for techniques uh charlie evans taking credit for the nico rig is a great example uh but it's it's very is very that the guy no. with the ninja turtle boat that is, is the that guy, the guy with the, the, yes yes yeah yes he did not invent the nico no rig, definitely no let's move on let's move on let's yeah um <laughs> We this is this is known, but I want you to get into it a little bit. And this is like life. So don't be scared to just talk about the yeah. truth here. Um, it is known that you know jig fishing. Uh, everybody thinks of Denny Brower and Tommy Biffle, 
But I, that's not that's not totally true, is it, Randy? No, it's, uh, let, let me be real honest with you, Mr. McAnally. Tommy Biffle came to me in the early 80s, and he said, Randy, what are you doing to enable these, you know, catch these big fish? And, and, you know, back then it was unusual for a guy to weigh in 24, 25 pounds. And I was doing, I was doing it all the time. And so Tommy came to me, and he said, what are you doing? And I said, well, Tommy, I, I'm doing what they call uh, – Dumping a jig, and that's what I do. I flip it in the brush. I'll be real honest with you. I don't want to go into details on what dumping a jig is, but that is what I was doing. I showed Tommy. Tommy's been extremely successful over the years, and I'm proud for Tommy. I mean, yeah. I mean, other than his uh, immodest apparel, I'm very proud <laughs> for Tommy. I mean, as a Christian, as a as a Southern Christian. Tommy needs to increase the end theme on those shorts. Just a little. <laughs> Just a little. Just a little. He's, he's, I'd agree with that. I, we've seen too much over the years. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and he's getting older, and things are starting to stretch. So let's be careful, Tommy. <laughs> now, there's a big trend in fishing right now that uh, guys in their jig fishing have gotten away from pork. No, Harley, anybody's using pork anymore. You want to talk a little bit about pork on a jig? Yes, uh, they're idiots. They're basically morons. <laughs> uh, they're, they're, and I mean, it's, it's uh, early in, in, like in my career, I, I was uh, instrumental. Um, I was using Uncle Josh back in the day. I'm not going to lie about what I was using, the products I was using. I was not sponsored by Uncle Josh. And about that time, I thought, I can start making my own pork products and so I'm, I started making my own pork trailers, and I've got a special trailer that I use on my signature series Randy Flowers Spiffing Jig that's coming out soon. So uh, don't forget to pick those up at uh, 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 local tackle stores. So uh, anyway, uh, Tackle Addicts, we're going to team with Tackle Addicts and make that Randy Flowers Spiffing Jig. So, But, uh, yeah, guys are just, I mean, they went to the convenience of uh, plastic and all these things, so, Hey guys, get back into the pork. The pork is the trick. It is. It gives it a slower fall. It gives it a more realistic uh, presentation. It also it's uh it's, it's extremely lifelike. Extremely lifelike, Mister Michaelelli. I'm sorry. I, I probably got a little carried away there. Sorry. That's okay. No, I I I honestly agree. I I still have I have a shop out there, and I still love pork in cold water situations. Brian and Carpenter, back me up on this Delaware River. Cold water, pork still the deal. I love it. Uh, I like it. I agree with you on that one. All right, Randy, I want to change it up a little bit, and we're getting a lot of questions. I am questions. Also, looking at my social media here, we're getting some questions. People want to know how uh, how does how do you how, how how does Randy Flowers have this insight that there are millions of fans out there who don't have the insight that you have into the world of professional bass fishing. What, Randy, what's your connection? How do you know the things you know? Because it's impeccable. You're spot on with your post. You're spot on with with your take on topics that are plaguing the sport of fishing right now. How do you have this insight, Randy? Well, I'll be real honest. Uh, through the years, I've been very connected in the professional fishing world, even during my injury. And I've got some guys out there that are very instrumental in me knowing the ins and outs of what's going on in the professional fishing world. 
and I, I'm not going to sell them out right now. They're they're tremendous assets to me and tremendous assets to my website. And uh, but I like to bring the truth out. I mean, we're like the NBC Dateline on uh, fishing, and we like to bring out what exactly is going on out there so the fans can know. The fans need to know the truth. They need to know the absolute hardline truth on what's going on out there, what's going on, and how things are being done. They don't need the, the bull crap that everybody's trying to feed them about this bait is good and this bait is good. Let me tell you, there's a, half the guys out there are, are, are using the different baits than what they're slaying, and, and, and they're, they're lying about what they're saying. They're lying about what they're using. Let's just be honest, Mike. You know this. Yeah, so, I, yes, I, I'm not going to sell my guys out. Honestly. Yeah, I, that's about as deep as I want to get in that subject. I'll gotcha. be real honest. Gotcha. I, res- I respect that. I respect. You know, you yeah. always got to protect sources, and I. I'm protect- I yeah, that's it. I'm protecting my source. I mean, if you see recently, we were having to come up with a picture of Jason, of Jason Wheeler being waterboarded over his. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to give up the sword of that uh, photograph, and and uh, because uh, we're we're like deep states, basically what we are. We're deep state of fishing, and so we we know the ins and outs. So don't worry about where I get my information; just enjoy it. Uh, well, I, I can tell you, we're enjoying it, James. Uh, I want to give mad props to the editing skills, though. Yeah. What do you What do you mean? The video editing. The video yeah. editing is unbelievable. I love it. Yeah, it's yeah. unreal. It's, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, are you saying those videos aren't real? No, no. The are way you, you piece them together. Oh yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's been a tremendous uh, opportunity for me throughout my career to uh, develop my audio visual skills. I, I did work at the Ardella uh, <laughs> Public Library for about three years, so. <laughs> Thank you. Now, now, James Elam, I got to ask you, James, you're a big fan of Randy's. Uh, we were to- <laughs> he almost just choked on his beer. You're a big fan of Randy's. I know this for a fact. You've got him on the phone now. This is a rare opportunity. You got any questions for Randy directly? Well, I told you, you know, the other day, Mike, that uh, when I found out we were going to do Ike Live tonight, I was like, we should get Randy on here. Or I, that, that was going through my head, and yeah. then boom, you were one step ahead of me. It's crazy. You're, you're getting Randy on here, so yeah. Everybody want to know, you know, wants to know. We want, we want some clues to who Randy Flowers actually is. So, can we get some clues just to lead us? In are the you right saying, direction? James? Because everybody saying, wants to know. Yeah, but are you saying Randy Flowers isn't actually Randy Flowers? No, he's Randy Flowers. But we want to know where he lives. Uh, you know, just some clues. We we want to find out who he is. Oh, like, gotcha. All visually. Right, so, so, Randy, the question is: Is everything on your profile accurate? Yes. Everything is extremely accurate. I was born and raised in Ardella, Alabama. I'm a traveling uh, uh, welder, and uh, so uh, if uh, everybody will uh, enjoy uh, what I post and what I I bring to the sport, and uh, I travel across the country, and so I'm I'm in different places throughout the the year and throughout the week. So that's that's what I do. So. If uh, James Bellamy wants to know who I am, then uh, that's who I am. Okay. All right. Now, we've got, uh, of course, we've got a ton of questions coming through, and we've got Eric the intern trying to sift through and feel just the very best questions for you, Randy. Wait, I, can I oh, say uh, something real yeah. quick? Yeah. All right, Becky. Miss Becky. I, I, I believe, Randy, you have um, a huge fan base now in the fishing industry. I noticed that your son is trying to get in on it. Are are you okay with this? Is this is this your son? Is this your actual son? I, I noticed this as well. Randy Flowers Jr. 
No, I'd like to publicly, at this point in my life, I would like to publicly disavow, publicly disavow uh, uh, someone calling themselves Randy Flowers Jr. They're trying to get in on my success. So that's not your real son then, Randy? Absolutely not. It's disav- I'm disavowing Randy Flowers Jr. right now in front of this camera and in front of these people. I'm disavowing. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you for coming. All right. Everybody right watching, yeah. that is yeah. not. I'm sorry. I'm so- I'm Mr. Macanelli, I'm really sorry I got emotional about that. That's okay. That is uh, that's extremely, extremely, uh, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah. The allegations that I would have a son is ridiculous. So that's okay. Move I, forward. That's Let's okay. Move I, forward. It's all right, and and everyone understands, especially Brian the carpenter, who has claimed the father of children all over the country. So he understands. Yeah, he too. does not. <laughs> what I heard about Brian the carpenter is he does not answer the phone on Father's Day. I've heard him say that several times. All right, all right, Eric, the intern. Please, I know, I know you're, I know you've got hundreds that are coming through. Please sift through and uh, give Mr. Flowers just the very best questions so, and comments. Please. First of all, it seems like a few people want to know your take on this Jason Christie character, and that's Christie with a Y. We're not Jason Christie imposter. Right. So what, what, what is your relationship, Randy, to Jason Christie with a Y? Jason Christie, he's the number two under in the world. It's as simple as that. He's incredible. Have you not seen his video on uh, topwater fishing with a spook? <laughs> <laughs> he has an amazing walk the dog technique that I think everybody should incorporate in their fishing. And I, Mr. Jason Christie is incredible language. He's incredible. It's he's like he's just he grew up on a cranberry in. marsh. Have you heard this story? He grew up on a cranberry marsh. And that's where he learned to fish in cranberry marsh. So uh, that's... That, that right there solidifies his career, in my opinion. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. All right, yeah. Eric. We, we might have to play that video later. Yeah, we might have to play that. Eric, keep him coming. Yeah. So what's yeah. your take on this Chesapeake cancellation, Randy? What do you, what do you think about the cancellation? Wow. I'm, what, sorry, I, I, I'm sorry I was unable to hear the question. What, uh, the question is, Randy, what is your take on the upper Chesapeake Bay cancellation last week? As simple as this. Some of your elite anglers were not on fish. So they canceled it. It's simple as that. It's, it's simple math. It's simple math. It's simple economics and simple math. So that's, that's where I take it. And uh, there's a lot of people out there that drove along. Let me tell you about a certain elite angler. His name is Dave LaFevre. This man, this man drove his custom van across the country. His custom it's custom van across the country, and he had to drive home, and he was very upset. I, I was reading on this, and he was very upset. Wow. So, yes, he was extremely, extremely, extremely upset, if you read his comments. So, but, I, you know, I did make a comment to tell him that he must look at the glass half full, not glass half empty, and, and see that he does have a, cut, a comfortable custom van to ride home in, and that is a... That's a blessing. Right. That's a <laughs> right. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Eric, keep coming. So we all know your jig game is strong, but a couple of people want to know how strong is your beaver game? Ooh. <laughs> oh, that's, is that my beaver game? Correct. Correct. Yes. Well, in uh, my uh, 55 years of life, I've learned to steer clear of the beavers. <laughs> steer clear. Beavers will get you in a crack. 
That's all I got to say. Move on to the next question. Wow. Hey, you, you got another good one for yeah, I have a couple this, of this interesting one. Uh, Randy, what's your favorite Guggen bait? <laughs> oh, that's uh, Google bait. What's a Google bait? I'm sorry, I'm not aware of a Google bait. You talking about Googans and Google bait? Yeah, we're talking Googans. Randy disavows Googans bait. Simple as that. Let's move on to the next one. Okay. Right. Sun and Guggen Bates. Yeah, the Sun and Guggen Bates are down. Uh, I want to I wanna pull one off here. I'm looking at Instagram, and we've got a question from Louie that says, Is James Watson a a-hole for his hate on co-anglers in FLW? No. Mr. James Watson is a great American. Let's establish that right now early in this time. <laughs> Mr. James Watson served in our military and he's a great American. And let me tell you why I do like the new rule with the co-anglers. Because for years we've had co-anglers say, I'm a better fisherman than my pro. I'm a better fisherman than I'm pro. I'm a better fisherman than I'm pro. If I knew, if my pro would have gone where I wanted to go, my fisherman would have caught fish. Well, here's your opportunity. You become a marshal. And if you look at the new FLW rules, there is an opportunity that you are competing with other marshals with your pro as a team. It's basically a team. FLW Tour has basically turned this into a team event. So if you're a local angler on your local lake as a, as a marshal, you can say, okay, let's say you draw Brian Shreya. He's supposed to be one of the best, okay? I agree. He is. But say you're fishing on your local lake. Say it's Lake Martin in Alabama. And you can say, Mr. Shreya, I think you ought to be throwing a shaky head right now instead of that crankbait. And I think you need to go this way for him. And then he needs to do it because you are his marshal and y'all are working as a team and you're working for a common goal. So I think it's a tremendous opportunity for the former co-anglers to join forces as marshals and go forward as a team. So exciting times, actually, for these guys. They get to prove, finally prove, that they are the better anglers in the boat. Wow. I agree. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Yes. Mr. Flowers, I and agree. I wish, I wish Bass would adopt that idea, Mr. McAnally. Right. I, I, and I do. I, a little change of topic, though. I do have a question. Uh, okay. Ra- Randy, how do you feel? You know, a lot of, a lot of right now there's some, I don't know the best word to say it, but there's there's some a little maybe discontent in, in some of the organizations right now. You've got FLW, you've got Bass, and you've got Major League Fishing. Can, can all three of these circuits survive together? And what do you think about Major League Fishing? I'm going to be real honest with you, Mr. McAnally. Uh, I always thought that Major League Fishing and MLF stood for mostly little fish, and they disguised it by calling Major League Fishing. <laughs> it's, a, it's mostly little fish, and there's no, there's no, there's no sport in, ma- in Major League Fishing because, I'll be honest with you, unlike the college events and the high school events throughout our country, there is simply not enough fish killed. There is simply not enough fish killed in an MLF event for <laughs> people to call this tournament fishing. Right. So, yeah, I am against Major League Fishing simply because they do not kill enough of our resources, like the college and the high school anglers that <laughs> was keeping five fish in 480 boat tournaments, and that is that's my take on it. Sorry. Gotcha. All right, that's interesting. James, what do you think about that take? That's interesting. That's interesting take. I've never heard it put quite that way, but I, I, I sort of well, get simply, it. I mean, it's simple. It's simple. We don't kill enough fish. 
We right. simply do not kill enough fish in a major league fishing event. So uh, it's unlike the co- – and I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't address your question with bass and FLW, but it's uh, simply uh, – I mean, high school – honestly, high school angling has become bigger than the professional ranks. These guys are wearing jerseys. They're getting <laughs> sponsors, and they are, they are taking over the world, sir. That's as simple as that. It's it's true. I mean, I've I've seen more professionally designed jerseys on the high school guys and college guys than I've seen on the elite trail. It's pretty yeah. impressive. No, be honest, Mr. Mr. Michael Allen, if you've ever been to the Bassmaster Classic, I don't know if you have, but uh, <laughs> that, that was a joke. You <laughs> I know you've been there. Uh-huh. So uh, you actually see more jerseys in the crowd than on the stage. So that's that's what's so exciting about our about our sport going forward is the amount of jerseys and uh, amount of jerseys. It's so exciting. It's, everybody wants to uh, you know rep their ten percent products, and I am for it. I'm so excited. I'll be honest. It is great. <laughs> wow, we have a lot. We actually have Young Vegas on the couch right now with <laughs> Becky and. Even Vegas has a jersey, so I agree. I think what you're saying is true. Yes. Good job, Vegas. Yes. Good job. Yeah. Jersey, jersey, jersey should be worn every time you fish. Jersey should be worn. If it is a Thursday night beer leagues, that's right. Yes. <laughs> you need that. You're damn right, Mister McNally. You wear a jersey on a Monday night or a Tuesday night or a freaking Friday night. Or that's what you wear your jersey. For. <laughs> so, so, Randy, I want to know. You, you've obviously known all this information, and and you've had an opinion about the fishing community for a very long time. Clearly, what has has brought you to be so much more vocal through social media more recently? Not that we don't appreciate it. I'm just curious, like the the change of heart, your social media getting on board here, like. What has made you yeah, come out and really vocalize your thoughts? I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. What was your name again? I want to address you by name. I, I, I'm, I'm Becky. respectful Becky. to women. I'm Becky, Becky. Nelly. Yes. It's, it's as simple as that. I was able to get a smartphone. Oh, you got a smartphone. Okay. Yes. I, I, before that, I had a flip phone. I was unable to get on social media. Once I got a smartphone, uh, Cricket Wireless was able to give me a smartphone. <laughs> and so things got to rolling. I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. I found... I found that uh, I found that I can have my own website on Facebook, and so that was that gave me my platform to start uh, uh, promoting myself and, and my my views on the fishing industry. I love that. So, so what is your ultimate goal? Just to, to get your thoughts and opinions out there? Uh, it's actually I don't know. Uh, I mostly get uh, drunk at night. And uh, it causes me to post stupid stuff. So if you got to be honest, your editing is really good after a few drinks. Yes, uh, yes, it's extremely exciting. Extremely, uh, uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to be here. Sorry. All right, now, Eric, do you have any more yeah, groundbreaking? Yeah, this, yes. uh, this Sam Lashley name has come up a few times. I'm not familiar with it. But Sam Lashley. Yeah, a few uh, people are yeah. bringing him up. Yeah, they want to hear your take on him. Take take on Sam Lashley, uh, Tennessee River, uh, Kentucky Lake uh, guy, that famous guy. Give us your take on that, Randy. Uh, what was his name again? Sam Lashley. Sam Lashley. Oh, that- I do know a Stan Lashley, a Stan Lashley there on the Tennessee River. I do know Stan. Stan's an incredible fisherman, and he is uh, 
he's, he's dominated the Tennessee River Trail for a long time. So, Sam is a uh, Sam's an extremely good fisherman. I know that he's with Striker King, so that makes him even more uh, more popular, in my opinion. He's with Striker King. And uh, so Sam does catch a lot of fish on the sexy dog, and uh, that's one of my favorite baits. It's a sexy dog. So if you come to Tennessee Rivers, uh, you can holler at Mr. Mr. Sam Lasting, get a trip, and go out there and catch some fish on that uh, sexy dog, and maybe a bullworm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Randy, I've got a couple more questions for you, real important here, and this is going to get a little serious on you. You know, we've been playful. And it's been insightful. Yes. Now I want to get serious on you. Um, yes. Guys want to know, I keep seeing it pop up on our social feed, like live social feed, insight into the dark side of professional fishing. You don't have to spill it all tonight because I, I know, I know, you know, you, you want to kind of ease us into this. But give us just a tidbit. What is this dark side of professional fishing? What is, what is it? What are we referring to? It's, uh, it's, you know, Mr. McAnally, it's, it's so dark that it's almost, it's almost to the point that it, it scares me to really get into it. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's basically co-anglers, uh, that are doing, uh, almost like a militia type, uh, atmosphere now for FLW. That's what I'm hearing. It's co-anglers are banding together, buying weapons, uh, uh they've, uh, they they reported to have been on the on the watch list uh, toward FLW headquarters, and uh, so uh, that's I mean I can't go into details about all this, but I just put it this way: there are some very influential co-anglers that have gotten to the point that they are uh, forming a militia and wanting their place back in the back of the boat. So. That's a dark side. That is extremely dark side of fishing to me. That these men would take uh, being kicked out of the boat to that level, to the point that they are, are talking of creating a militia and overtaking FLW headquarters and those people, those fine people up there in Kentucky. They're talking about taking them over. And that's, that's extreme. I'll be honest, Mr. McNair, that is extremely, extremely troubling. Extremely troubling news. I'll be honest. Gotcha. Okay, I have another one real quick that just came through on the Instagram, Mike Live Instagram, and it's from Stan, and he wants to know, uh, uh, Mr. Randy Flowers, if you had one piece of advice to give Jacob Wheeler, what would that advice be? Well, uh, i got to be honest with you. Uh, everything in my life involves fishing. And um, I know Mr. Mr. Wheeler travels the country quite a bit, and he probably travels by airplane quite a bit. So my advice with him was, whether he likes to throw a rattle trap or not, always have a rattle trap in the in the storage compartment of any airplane that he is flying in, because if the plane starts to go down, he can fling that son of a bitch out the window. It will hang some and save his ass. So that is my always been my advice. I always carry a rattle trap when I fly a plane. Wow! Because I know if I, if I throw that son of a bitch out the window, it will hang something and it will save my narrow ass. So that's my advice to Mr. Jacob Wheeler. Wow, that's actually a great tip. I mean, I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I mean, if you, Mr. Michael, have you ever seen a try to throw a rattle trap across the stump flat? 
It finds every stump on the flag. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. It'll, probably, it'll do the same thing in the sky. You spring it out the window, you'll hang something and slap your narrow ass. That's all I got to say. Wow. It's a great use for a trap, James. I've never heard of that before. Yes. yes. I love traps. Idea. It'll hang Stock up. Stock hooks, too. Stock hooks. You don't need any oversight. Factory hooks. Factory hooks. Factory yeah. hooks. Factory yeah. retrieves. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Silver. Hey, I got a question, Mr. Michael. Yes. Why do I, I picked up, I was at Dick Sporting Goods the other day, and I saw a package of Trapper Tackle hooks. And I looked at them, and they're already bent in the package. <laughs> Why would anybody bend hooks in the package? It's so weird. That's like they're damaged hooks. Are these seconds? Are these uh, 50% off hooks from being damaged? I, the Trapper Tackle hooks are bent. Yeah, I don't. I don't know the answer to that question. I I I want to go ahead and take an educated guess. I know Dick Sporting Goods works with Skeet, and I know a lot of the stuff that Skeet supports is is terrible junk. So <laughs> it was just on the show. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta tell I you, I love the pit boss. I do. I like the pit boss. And a Dick Sporting Goods, a swimming duck. I don't know if y'all. The duck? Oh, I love the duck. Right we love the duck. It's a western. Yeah. They have a frog now too. Yeah. Freddy the yes. frog. Yes. Best the show and I cast Freddy the frog. Yeah. Yes. That's great. That's great. That's amazing. Uh, Eric, what else you got before we we we, we let Randy go? Because I got to tell you, this has been one of the most insightful. <laughs> Groundbreaking interviews we've ever done on Ike Live. I got to be honest with you, it really has. Yeah, there were there was one more pressing one more, question from okay. a lot of people. It's uh, tournament cheating in Alabama. Tournament everyone, cheating. Everyone in Alabama. wants to know. What do you think about it, boys? I saw I saw a video that came across uh, from Alabama. It's a cheating uh, incident. It got extremely ugly. I think it involved an undercover officer and a Taco Bell. I think it's across. Hey, if you involve an undercover officer and a Taco Bell, you've got a real serious cheating problem down there on your Monday night tournament. So let's get that solved down there. Let's get that solved. Let's get, hey, if we got to, we'll get Sabren involved. We'll get Sabren down there in Alabama. And he's roll tide. Get Sabren involved. Sabren has more control over that state than anybody. You know who I'm talking about, Nick Sabren? Nick Sabres, you know him, Rose High Rose. Oh, yeah. He'll get him involved in that. He'll get, he'll get it solved. He'll get it solved. He's the best there ever been, Nick Sabres. Roll time. Uh, Randy, I got to tell you, this has been amazing. Uh, I I know what you're doing is is so powerful right now. I I would say, I can't tell you how many elite anglers I know that wait for your post. So keep my advice. Keep doing what you're doing. We're big fans here in Ike Live. And before yes. we let you go, i got to just ask you straight out. Will you be yes. on Ike Live again if we asked you? Yes, sir. Absolutely. If you can fit me into your schedule, I'd be glad to be here. Mr. Michaelelli, I enjoyed it. And let again, you are an ambassador to the sport. And like I said, never give up. Never give up. <laughs> there you have it. Randy Flowers, everybody. Oh, thank you. Thank Ra- you. Thank you. Wow. Man, I didn't think it was ever going to happen, Brian. I didn't think you would ever be able to pull Randy Flowers. You did a great job as producer of the show. Brian, thank you very much, man. That was unbelievable. It's amazing. It's amazing. I, I, I still don't. I still. Oh, Randy, are you still here? Yes. Oh, oh. Later, guys. Sorry, sorry. Bye. No. Oh, okay. <laughs>
<laughs> wow, that was the weirdest uh, exit to an interview I've ever had. I think, uh, it, was, I think it was perfect. Oh, it was perfect. Okay. <laughs> I'm still wondering though, James. Who? I mean, is he? Is that his real name, or is it? A, is it? Is it? A, because some of the stuff he's doing is very controversial. So a lot of those guys use us is sort of, you know, a fake name. Yeah, it's his fake name for sure. It's got to be a fake yeah, name, it's right? It's got to be. Yeah. How dare you? Brian Carpenter, fake or real? Everything's real. He's real. Becky, fake or real? Randy Flowers. Let me tell you something. That just happened, so it's real. It's real. That's true. It's got to be real. real. If real it happened on Like Live, it's real. Uh, man, amazing. I know a lot of you watching were waiting for that moment. There you have it. Randy Flowers is real. He's not a bot. He's an actual person. He's got more insight in the sport of professional fishing than a lot of professionals do. And we're so excited to have him on Ike Live. And, and Brian, that was one of our biggest scores ever on the show. <laughs> I have to be honest. Even if he's not, his real name is not Randy Flowers. How dare you? It was an amazing, I'm saying even if it's not. <laughs> even if it's not. How right. dare you? It was an amazing interview. Yeah. I appreciate his sense of humor. I do too. And if he really isn't the man in the picture, I feel bad for that man in the picture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I love the, the the never give up. That, oh, you know, Mike and Ellie. How many guys yeah. you've inspired to never give up? Never give up. Just keep trying. Keep trying year oh, after year. Perfect. Just keep going. Uh, you know, e- either way, I mean, I, I'm serious when I say this. We need this right now in the sport. We need this. There's so much effed up stuff that's gone on in the sport of professional bass fishing. We need a little comedy and fun and excitement in it. So I'm so happy that Randy Flowers has popped up. We need some fun. We need, we fun. need fun. We need fun in the thank sport you, right Randy, now. For yeah, thank you, Randy. Thank you, Randy. Even if it's at other people's expense. Even if it's other people's expense. <laughs> That's what Ike Live is. Yeah. We don't laugh at anybody. We laugh at everybody. Exactly. So. Thank you, Randy Flowers. That was amazing. Um, Brian Carpenter, uh, let, let's. Uh, I, I think. Um, I think this is a good show. I, I still I have like a couple more things I want to do. We're gonna do the th. Yeah. Do you want to, do you want to break and do those, or you want to just keep flowing and we'll do those and then end the show? What, how would you want? How do you want to do that? Yeah. One more break. Yeah. One more let, break. Let Vegas yeah. say a few words so he can oh, go to bed. Yeah. Vegas. Okay. Okay. Uh, right here we've got a very special guest that sat down with us on the Mr. Flowers interview. The one and only Vegas Michael Iconelli joins us on the casting couch. Vegas, how you doing tonight? Put the mic a little closer to your mouth so we can hear you. How you doing tonight, bud? Good. Today is a Saturday night. It's 9.20, a little past your bedtime, but tell us a little bit about, you had a good day, you went fishing today. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about how you did fishing today on the water, Lake X. It was good because I caught one fish and then I caught another fish and then I went out in Dad's big boat and I caught some. Caught three when you went out with me. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Now, did you did you jack them or did you just kind of reel or was it a big hook set or how did that all work? Maybe like a little jack and little reel. A little a part <laughs> jack and part reel all mm-hmm. at the same time. But the first two you caught all by yourself in your Hobie. Yeah, out in yep. your kayak all by yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's a lot. There's probably a lot of younger kids listening right now that are intimidated to drive a kayak by themselves. You have a Hobie kayak. You have a pedal drive. Uh, is it easy? Can it pretty easy to use? You figured it out pretty quick. Mhm. No problem, right? Use that pedal drive, hands-free fishing, easy. Mhm. And then one of the Hobies guys came. They showed me another way how to pull it easily. Your yep, your rudder. Your yeah. Rudder. Mm-hmm. yeah. And how when you're getting it back 
N. Yeah. And the other one, I'll put it in the garage. They show me how it was easy. Yeah. They put your pedal driver at the back. And I guess that's all. That's good. Well, you learned some stuff from the Hobie guys. Now, real quick, uh, one of the things that I notice you do a lot, and there's a lot of people watching, you organize your tackle. You're always working on your fishing tackle. Do you mm -hmm. want to give any tips to the guys listening and watching tonight? How to how to organize your tackle? How do you do it? What's the best way to do it? First, I check them. Then I'm like, I right, I should do this one since it's little, and then the second I'll do tomorrow since it's really long. Gotcha. That's a good strategy. So you do the little stuff first and the bigger stuff the next day, and you get it all organized. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's awesome. Well, Vegas, thank you for joining us on Ike Live tonight. I think it's your bedtime. Back out. Okay, thank you, everybody. Vegas, Ike and Allie, join us on the Casting Couch. Thank you. Appreciate it. Do, do we have Logan for a musical Yes, interlude? we do, but we, oh, he's going to come back. He's going to come back because we have him for a special segment when we come back that I want to do with James. So we want to take the break, or we want to do that now? We'll be playing pin the tail on James when we come back. How special well, is it? It's pretty special. It's pretty special. It's pretty special. We're going to take a break? Let's take a break. Yeah. Uh, everybody, hang in there with us. We're going to come back uh, in a second. We've got a uh, announcement of a winner for our TH... Uh, uh, TH Marine YOLO Tech Power Stick. YOLO Tech Power Stick. We use this today on the water. We're going to and be giving this away. And it's not a Cowan, right? It's not it's a cow. Not a cow. Um, and we're also going to be doing a special game with James Elam. Yep. Hang in there with us when we come back. More Ike Live. Hey, Noah Wheeler here with uh, Real Snot. Been out on this pond for. About an hour now. Uh, haven't had a whole lot of luck. We've had a couple blow-ups, but not getting a lot. So we thought we would try the new Java product uh, on this frog on the top water. Uh, it works great on jigs and other plastics, but we've noticed that when we do use it on top water, we get a trail in the water, the scent's in the water, and we're getting a lot more bites. So we're going to spray some Java uh, all over the frog. Apply from reel from not to the raid. Get nice and wet, and then as I reel it in, it's going to work its way through it. Okay, so now we got that scent in the water, and then we got the frog all juiced up with some real snot, Java. Let's see what happens here. There's one. There's one. So as you can see, that scent got around in this little area, this little pocket we're fishing, and sure enough, one came up and nailed it. Small one, albeit, but hadn't caught anything since we've been here for about an hour, hour and ten minutes now. There's one. That's a good one, too. That's a good one. Much better. Good little guy. Threw my frog. Man, they love this stuff. Right through the nose. This time of year, I definitely recommend putting a little bit of this on your soft plastics, too. There he is. Another one. Next cast. And that would be number six. I'm addicted. I'll admit it. I'm I'm straight addicted. Might be bigger. You think so?
guy. That's such a healthy fish. Look at this guy. Put a little liquid mayhem on your crappy jig, and look where the stripers get it. You can't even see it, man. That might be a keeper. Four and a half inch drop shot worm, Bama Bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about calculus. And he knows a lot about calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, Four Places to Throw a Frog. Exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass. And how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. Oh. Is he in my pocket? <laughs>